Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. verses in the Bible about you got to forgive, forgive this one. If you don't forgive, God won't, for, you know, forgive you. And, in, in the, you know, the model prayer that Jesus gave us, you know, for, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and all these different, but how do you do it? How do you forgive somebody? And I'm going to give you a quick two-part answer. Number one, you pray. You pray. If you're struggling with that, pray. How do you forgive someone? As you listen to today's message from Pastor Robert, he reveals to you that one way to forgive is through prayer. Take the matter to the Lord. Let Him weigh in on things and see what He has to say. Ask God to help you to forgive the person who has offended you and to walk more in His ways. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 18, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. When you refuse to forgive someone, you're, you're not harming them, you're harming yourself and quite possibly the people closest to you because you, you become that anger, that resentment, it, it, it just gets more and more bitter and it grows. And this terminology, is, it, it, it's so fitting, a root of bitterness, it, that bitterness starts putting down roots in your life and it grows. But Jesus wants you to be free of that, that nasty little plant, bitterness plant that's growing inside you. And the only way to be free of it is to forgive the people who sinned against you. Now, I've encountered two important questions related to the subject of forgiving other people. The first question that I get sometimes is, is how do I know that I've forgiven them? You know, I, I, I made the decision to forgive, but every time I see them, I just want to strangle a life out of them. Well, then you probably haven't yet. How do I know when I've forgiven somebody? And, and one of my instructors, like 34 years ago, gave us a really cool little gauge. Is there anybody in your life, maybe, maybe they're already dead, okay? I mean, it doesn't have to be somebody alive. Has there ever been anyone in your life that if they walked through that door right now, you could not share the gospel with them, pray for them, be a blessing to them on behalf of Jesus? It, it, if you couldn't do that, then you haven't forgiven them. Now, see, here's the thing. <laughs> First time I heard that, there was a lady, and, and she had been dead for several years. And I realized I was still holding on to a hatred, a bitterness. How do you deal with that? I was fairly confident she wasn't with Jesus. But you never know. What do you do with that? 
And I realized, man, this is an issue. If she walked through the door, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't talk to her. I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't do that. But see, that's because sometimes we base it all on, on our feelings. But what if I put my feelings aside... What if, what if I took all those feelings, all that anger, all that resentment, all that bitterness, all that ill will, that malice, as the Bible calls it, what, what, if, what if I just laid that on his altar? What if I gave that to Jesus? Because again, he, he went to the cross. He paid for all that nastiness that I can't forgive, but he paid for it. He bought it. What if I just... Okay, you paid for it, it's yours. And I, I overrule the emotion. And I realized I can do that. I will leave the outcome in your hands. And I will do this for you. You paid for it, I'll do this for you. I will pray for her. I mean, she was dead, so I didn't pray for her. But do you understand what I'm saying? I realized I can do that. I can overrule the emotion. You can do that. Elizabeth and I, my wife and I used to have conversations about this because when I first became a Christian, you know, and I dated a girl for, I don't know, a year and a half, asked her to marry me. She said no. We kept dating. I'm persistent. I asked her again. She said no. She started dating somebody else. But she'd still come around because we were friends. She came to me crying about the other guy. We dated a little bit more. I asked her a third time. She said no. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. God knew what he, what he had in store for me. She married a wonderful guy later. He's, you know, engineer, really good man. And here's the thing. See, we remained friends because she's my sister in Christ. And Elizabeth was really weirded out by that. It's like, how does that work? How could, you know, I went to her wedding. She and her husband paid for our wedding, basically, when we got married up in Georgia. The ceremony, all the, did the decorating and all this stuff. And, and Elizabeth was, but see, what I told her, and it's the same thing I'm saying today, I don't have the right to somehow hold a grudge or be angry with her for following what she believed was God's direction in her life. We, we had to work through some stuff, but, but the, bottom, the bottom line, she's my sister in Christ. The, the, the spirit of the living God is inside her. The spirit of the living God is inside me, inside Elizabeth. The, do you understand what I'm driving at? I don't, I don't have the freedom, the right, to somehow build a wall. You can choose to set aside negative emotions and act on truth. I forgive you. You don't owe me an account. You don't owe me anything further. doesn't mean I, I have to trust the person. I might be very wise not to trust the person. If they've stolen from you, he's not saying you have to give them access to your wallet. 
if they've been physically abusive, he's not saying that you have to put yourself in a position to be physically abused by them. He's saying, forgive them. Leave the consequences up to him. Forgive them. Don't seek vengeance. I had a question come up that I hadn't even thought about. Um, somebody pulled me aside in the hallway and said, you know, what, what if? It's like there's this person that I've forgiven over and over and over and over and over again, but they persist in the behavior. Is it okay that I don't want to be around them? Yes. Yes, it is. The Bible tells us in a couple of different places. He says, you know, mark those people. Make note of those people who are causing divisions, causing arguments, causing disputes, causing strife. He's like, note those people and avoid them. Talk to them a couple of times about it and then have nothing more to do with them. There's two different passages where he talks about it. There is a time. The, the thing that I believe we have to be careful about is that, that we don't just react and use like it's an excuse. Do you understand? You have to remember that your father doesn't keep an inventory. It's all, it's all dealt with. Your father shows mercy and is generous with forgiveness, right? And he expects that, that, we, that we do the same thing, that we, that we live in that same generous mercy and grace and forgiveness. Second question, and with this, we're, we're done. How do you do it? You know, it, it, it just, it, that was something that just hit me recently because I, I watched another little short video clip, you know, and, and, and this lady was like, nobody, you know, it's like I read all these verses in the Bible about you got to forgive, forgive this one. If you don't forgive, God won't, for, you know, forgive you. And, and, and the, you know, the model prayer that Jesus gave us, you know, for, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and all these different, but, but how do you do it? How do you forgive somebody? And I'm going to give you a quick two-part answer. Number one, you pray. You pray. If you're struggling with that, pray. Because you know what? Sometimes it's just too big. It's just too big and too ugly. And he understands that. See, God isn't trying to pretend that something bad didn't happen. I've heard some of the most horrible stories. Horrible, horrible things that human beings do to other human beings, right? We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to The Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. 
come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study, or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.